Welcome to the Soul Health Mentor Podcast with Nadia Kraus. Learn how to move your awareness out of your mind and into your heart so you can embody your divinity, experience joyous peace of mind, and create your most vibrant life by opening to receive your soul's sacred medicine. Hello, beautiful soul. Hello, strong heart. Hey, brilliant listener. Welcome back to the Soul Health Mentor Pod. In this week's episode, I'm going to talk to you about creating your wonder-filled life in natural rhythms and cycles. And I'm really excited about this because when you do, when you learn how to create your wonderful, wonder-filled life in natural rhythms and cycles, you will never again speak to yourself as lazy or flawed, but you will begin to trust the seasons in your life and your birth year. What are you birthing this year? What are you looking to grow? It's time to start thinking about what you want to grow this year, 2023. And we are still in the season of winter. So right there, we're going to start. It is not a flaw to not feel energized right now. Because we're still in winter. The modern life cycle isn't natural. It depletes us because we have forgotten how to live in natural rhythms and cycles in harmony with the earth, in harmony with nature. So lovely, it's time to glow your light by restoring your natural rhythms and cycles in body, mind, heart, and spirit. Are you ready? Let's do it. I will give you an easy to understand overview and talk about the natural rhythms and cycles to be found in four different areas. And it might sound like a lot right now if you've not heard of this before. You might have heard of it before, so it might not be news to you. Just bear with me, all right? It will be easy to understand. And before we begin, I invite you to stop, slow down, <sighs> breathe, and listen with an open heart and an open mind. So the four things that I'm going to talk to you about, the four areas of natural rhythms and cycles are as follows. First off, the seasons and the wheel of the year. Secondly, the new moon and full moon cycles. Thirdly, the moon cycles and their 12 zodiacs. And lastly, how the planetary retrogrades help you revisit your life your life themes specifically because every single planet invites you into a different area different life area different life theme so that you can re-evaluate 
giving you an opportunity to course correct. So let's just begin. The seasons are easy. We all know the seasons. We are talking about spring, summer, autumn, winter. What we might not know or realize is that every season has a unique energy that invites you to sow or reap or hibernate. And that is the part that modern life has denatured us with. We have become so denatured that stress and hustle and pushing and being productive is something that is normal to us when it's actually not our true nature. And there are indigenous tribes that modern society calls primitive, yet they are so highly intelligent and so far from primitive because they live with natural rhythms and cycles and they reap the abundance of Mother Earth and Mother Nature providing them with everything they require, desire and deserve. So these four seasons are the most common. What's not so common is the in-between points. So let me just share with you the Wheel of the Year and its origins. So coming from Germany, I didn't realize that there are so many festivities in Germany that are ingrained in the culture and that get celebrated. And I never questioned where they came from or why they get celebrated. Such festivities, for instance, are the dance into May. That's what they call it in Germany. Tanz in den Mai. Dance into May. First of May. But that's actually Beltane. And Easter is now connected to Christianity, but it's not where and how it originated. Ostara was a pagan tradition way before Christianity even existed. The same with Yule and Yuletide. That was a pagan tradition long before Christianity hijacked that tradition. Decorating the Christmas tree is actually a pagan tradition. It has had nothing to do with Christianity. So it's really, really important to go back to the roots and see where and how something originated before it was hijacked. And this is not a judgment this is just a very keen look and real look at history. And if you have listened to my podcast where I talked about purpose and consciousness and how I wished that was a podcast category instead of religion and spirituality, then you know that my podcast is in no way about any kind of dogma. It is about out of your mind and into your heart wisdom so you can manifest the dream your soul has for you. And the dream your soul has for you is to embody your divine potential and your spiritual gifts to win big and do good. That's it. 
So the seasons and the wheel of the year in the pagan tradition, in Germanic culture, in Celtic culture, I'm going to just give you the official names. And let's just start with Imbolc, because we've got Imbolc coming up the 1st of February. And I'll be honest with you, that's when my body feels that winter is over. And we're now, we're still in winter, but we're moving towards spring. So I couldn't say winter is over. We're in midwinter on 1st of February, but we're moving into spring. So I'm feeling that spring energy rise in me. And that's why I don't feel like I'm flawed or lazy if I'm still taking it easy this month. I am pausing to play to receive deeply nourishing flow. That's what's happening for me all of January. So Imbolc is the very first festivity on the wheel of the year. Then we have Ostara, Beltane, Litha, Lunasa on 1st of August, Mabon, which is the 21st of September, which is the um, autumn equinox. We've got Samhain, which is known as Halloween, but had its origin completely different. It wasn't it wasn't a commercial thing. It was a natural festivity. And then we have Yule on winter solstice, and then the year begins again on the 1st of February. So I started adjusting to these seasons and the wheel of the year because it just feels more natural. There is this beautiful time to pause with the seasons, to play with the seasons, to enjoy life and to play, to receive the deeply nourishing flow of being in tune and in harmony with Mother Earth and nature. So these natural rhythms and cycles of the wheel of the year invite you into different transformational processes throughout the year. Midwinter, preparing for spring, we're sowing seeds. Spring, we feel that energized, um, yeah, life force energy, and that's often when spring cleaning happens. Summertime, we celebrate. We barbecue, we swim, we go on vacation. We enjoy the sweetest fruit of life. And with 1st of August, Lunasa, we begin preparing for the harvest. We are reaping what we have sowed. And fall is also an invitation to let go. The leaves show us every year how easy letting go can be. And the leaves turn into compost, into nourishment for new seeds when the time comes. Winter is actually about retreating, about hibernating, about dreaming new dreams so that in the internal world there's a lot of shadow healing that can happen during this time as well so that you're ready for new seeds in the new year. So you're starting to get a sense. You're starting to get a sense how wonder-filled 
these natural rhythms and cycles are. The new moon and the full moon cycles are invitations. Every new moon is an invitation to set an intention, to begin anew every month. I also talked about New Year's res resolutions recently and how when there's not an emotional charge around it, you actually have resolutions all throughout your year. It's not just on New Year's. And when you start setting intentions regularly on the new moon or these eight festivities of the wheel of the year, when you practice this on a regular basis and every full moon you check up on your progress, then it becomes a natural way of life. It's not so artificial. It's not so hyped. It's you fulfilling your own promises, the promises you've made to yourself. So every new moon is an opportunity to set an intention. Maybe you have known new moon rituals, full moon rituals. The natural rhythms and cycles of the new and full moon and all moon cycles, actually, there's more more to the moon than that, is actually a beautiful mirror to your own inner moon. We as women menstruate. That is our inner moon. And there's this whole cycle of our fertility. It is going through this whole cycle and having a menstruation, bleeding, having a period is a gift and it's actually a time to go within. But again, women in modern life are forced to push through, are forced to show up even though their bodies are telling them, hey, it's time to retreat, it's time to stop, slow down, breathe and listen. Hey, it's time to pause and to play. Do the things you love. Watch a movie. Read a no man, a no man's, a, <laughs> a romance novel. Do the things you love. Paint, do art, cook, take a bath, whatever you feel like when you are on your period. Eat your favorite cookies. There's no judgment in it. The new moon and full moon cycles are natural rhythms and cycles and the whole cycle of all the moon phases is a reflection of your inner moon, your menstrual cycle. So the full moon is that time to release. It's that time to release to let go of what no longer serves you. So instead of setting an intention, fire rituals are wonderful. What do you need to let go of that is standing in the way of manifesting the dream your soul has for you, of creating and manifesting your intentions? Then we can take it even deeper the moon cycles come with 12 zodiacs. So there is literally 12 different zodiacs that all represent an archetype. I'm a Cancer, Sun and Moon with a rising Taurus. So my Cancer, Sun and Moon is the archetype of the mother. 
I love nourishing, nurturing, and supporting others to be their best self. I love mothering gifts, my own gifts and the gifts of others. I love nourishing dreams, my own gifts and those of others. I love supporting my own goals as well as those of others. And you noticed I kept saying myself and others. That is my sun and moon. Because your sun sign is your identity. It's how the world sees you. And your moon sign is what you emotionally and physically need to give yourself. So I needed to learn that I needed to mother myself as much as I naturally mother others. I don't think about it. It's, it's just my nature. It's just something I do. And my Taurus is the archetype of the good life. All the pleasures and luxuries of earthly life. So pampering myself, taking myself on self-love dates, buying an, a luxurious experience or a luxurious outfit. It doesn't even matter what the price tag is. It just is how it makes me feel what mad matters. So that's an example to those two zodiac signs and archetypes. And now we have a new moon every month and a full moon every month. And the, the new moon is in a different zodiac sign than the full moon. And if you pay attention to the moon calendar, you will notice how, for instance, the new moon in Cancer was June last year. I think it was the 22nd of June. We just had the full moon in Cancer in January. That is a six-month cycle. So you can use these six-month cycles very consciously to manifest a next level. Or you can do new moon to new moon, month to month. There's no right or wrong here. I just wanted you to be aware of the beauty of natural rhythms and cycles and gestation. Because sometimes dreams have to gestate. And you can have many different creative projects on your table and also know that mm, now it's time to put that project on the shelf because I've come to the end of the road right now, so I'm just going to put my attention elsewhere. When you start trusting that rhythm, that natural cycle of gestation, you start experiencing magic. And I'm not kidding. The magic of transformation. When you ignite your soul desires to manifest the dream your soul has for you. And of course, it takes a journaling practice to keep up. You're not going to remember everything. Of course, it takes a journaling practice of setting your intention in June and being able to revisit that intention come the full moon, revisiting it, asking yourself, what do I need to let go of? What's in the way 
of manifesting this intention. And the planetary retrogrades, there's a lot of planets. I'm not going to talk about all of them. I'm just going to talk about two specifically. So the most common retrograde is Mercury retrograde. It's also the most misunderstood. So I wanted to clarify. And the other retrograde that I wanted to talk to you about is Venus retrograde because Taurus is governed by Venus and Venus is all about your relationships, starting with the relationship to self and then others. So those two things I wanted to, those two retrogrades I wanted to talk to you about. Mercury retrograde, if we take the emotional charge out of it, is just inviting you to look at your communication. Is it effective? And since communication always starts with yourself, let's just begin by asking three questions. How do you feel right now? What do you need right now? And do you need support? That is a communication tool with yourself. That is actually a nurturing tool, a nourishment tool, a supportive tool. That is self-care, knowing your needs knowing what you require, desire, and deserve. And feeling deserving of your needs will have you communicate your needs, will have you communicate healthy boundaries, will have you meet your intentions and goals with follow-through. So Mercury, every three months, invites you to revisit Revisit your communication and start with yourself with the simple three questions of the nurturing tool. How do I feel? What do I need? Do I need support? And then communicate your needs to others. Nobody can read your mind. Nobody can do that. Not your loved ones, not your significant other, not your twin sister, nobody. It is your job to communicate what you require, desire, and deserve. And this whole, I don't know if I should call it stigma. I'm not sure if it's the right word. But this whole, I'll just call it hype. This whole hype about Mercury retrogrades being bad and computers breaking down and communication breaking down, that is a worst case scenario. If you're not listening to yourself, then you're not hearing the pebble. Your soul and your heart are throwing at your window then you might need a brick, unfortunately. Because you didn't listen to the pebble, you didn't listen to the stone, even though the window broke. And now there's a huge brick. And you can actually avoid confrontations like that just by tuning into natural rhythms and cycles and what they are here to teach you.
let's talk about Venus retrograde. So Mercury retrograde only, uh, not, no, no, not only, Mercury retrograde happens every three months. And that's four times a year. Venus retrograde only happens every 18 months. So it's a longer time. And there's other planets that have really, really long cycles. But I just want to take a moment to talk about Venus retrograde because it invites you to revisit your relationships. And of course, you don't have to wait until a Venus retrograde. Please don't. You can revisit your relationships right now. And that would actually be prevention. Revisiting your relationships on a regular basis, the relationship you have with yourself and then others, is a prevention tool. How do you feel? What do you need? Do I need support? Is not just a communication tool with yourself, but it's also you nourishing, nurturing, and supporting the relationship with self in self-love leadership. Self-love leadership. Let's activate that together in 2023. In my last podcast, I already mentioned that I've created this activation page for you where I invite you to activate your self-love leadership with me and Soul Health Mentor all throughout 2023. Every month I've given it a theme according to the seasons and the wheel of the year and the topics I love talking about. So in January, it's all about pausing to play to receive deeply nourishing flow as we are preparing for spring to arrive. We're still enjoying winter. We're going to welcome midwinter soon and we're going to feel that energy move. But right now it's okay to pause and play and receive deeply nourishing flow. And if you visit the page, I'm sharing it on the Soul Health Mentor podcast, show notes blog, which you can find under soulhealthmentor.com. I'm sharing all the resources. I'm sharing the latest podcast episode. I'm sharing a PDF where you get to reflect because a reflection tool is another empowerment and healing tool that will activate your self-love leadership. And there'll be invitations to work with me. You can work with me one-on-one for very bespoke and custom-made, deeply nourishing, supportive, and nurturing experiences. Or you can work with me just for a quick reading on Etsy. It's just an audio. It's not any one-on-one Zoom calls. You can also work with me in my membership program, which is being reactivated in February. So I invite you to read and learn more about the Empowered Goddess Temple. This is an invitation to check it out by visiting soulhealthmentor.com 
and the show notes blog so that you can learn what it can look like and feel like to implement and practice self-care and soul care routines the goddess way. And I say the goddess way because Mother Earth is a goddess. And practicing self-care and soul care the goddess way is attuning yourself to natural rhythms and cycles, restoring your naturalness. And by doing that, creating your wonderful life in those very natural rhythms and cycles, grounding your dreams into a prosperous reality over time while you're enjoying your life, manifesting the dream your soul has for you, which is your divine potential. Divinely self-expressing, embodying your divinity. That is my invitation to you. Thank you so much for being here with me and checking out soulhealthmentor.com to read the show notes on the blog to learn more about how you can activate your self-love leadership with me all throughout the year and to learn more about the Empowered Goddess Temple cause and membership coming up and all the ways to work with me. It is my heartfelt intention to support you this year, to build up my brilliant bunch and that includes you in whatever way works for you. There are so many pathways and so many avenues and there's no right or wrong. There's no right or wrong way to do it. There really isn't. There's no dogma around any of this. Show up for yourself, be it through the podcast, be it through the self-love leadership activations and checking out that page, be it through the membership, be it through the Etsy store and readings on your divine potential and who you are at soul level, be it in one-on-one mentoring work with me. You know in your heart what you are ready for and what your resources allow for. Your time, your energy, your money, your decision. I will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the Soul Health Mentor Podcast with Nadia Kraus. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review at Apple Podcasts or wherever podcasts are playing. 